welcome to the Agile Empath Podcast. My name's Alexia Georgiou. This is season four, episode two, motivating multi-generational teams. Stay tuned. I wanted to invite you to visit my website, theresilientpathway.com. We have a newsletter paid and um, you can subscribe for free with archived content for life coaching curriculum. Um, I also have some books for purchase and online classes, and you will see where you can find this online course with the full slide deck and resources. in a luncheon in February of 2020 and this is a women's group and I'm a member of the group and I'm also um, president-elect on the board. The baby boomer generation started this group back in the 80s and the women have been in the group together. There are some of us who have come in, mostly Generation X, I can count three millennials in our group out of 55. And so I was sitting at the table with a millennial and we had a millennial presenting to us. She had started a mentorship program. And so our group was very interested in mentoring. And she's speaking and she makes the statement, millennials have overtaken baby boomers as America's largest generation. And I tell you that two thirds of the room sighed. Like, oh no. So I had the opportunity to speak to my group in July of 2020. And I put together a quick 25 minute talk and I was sharing about generations and we were talking about positive mindset and emotions. Um, and I brought that up. I said, I heard that sigh and we have to learn how to work with the millennials and they have to learn how to work with us. Um, and you know, the feedback I got was, well, Alexia, weren't you that way when you were that age? Didn't you think you knew everything? And I think we all do. You know, when we're in our twenties, especially, we don't realize what we don't know. And I know my perspective as I've gotten older, I've just realized, oh, there's a lot I don't know and I'm continually learning. And it's a fantastic place to be. Boomers silence still have most seats in Congress in the US, though a number of millennials, Gen Xers is slightly up. And so when you look at our leaders, even the president of the US, you see the boomers in the silent generation. And so there is value that we're seeing in our government. Um, even the Speaker of the House is 80 years old. Um, and so that's really highly valued and that's speaking to a trend. Uh, that's a good thing. So millennials have gotten a bad rap the me, me, me generation, according to Time Magazine, millennials are lazy, entitled narcissists who still live with their parents. Why they'll save us all. Uh, so interesting article. 
And if you're a millennial, we are not here to bash any generation. And actually, uh, you have brought a breath of fresh air. Uh, the millennials have taught us to look at purpose and meaning because the work ethic for the Gen X and the boomers and the silent generations is definitely we work hard to provide and it's what you're supposed to do. And you, the millennials, came in and you questioned it and you said, what is this? What have you all created? Because let me tell you, we have a high burnout rate and we caused it because we don't know how to integrate work and life. We don't know how to practice self-care. We're very uncomfortable talking about emotions and see it as weakness to do that at work. Uh, and so you are a breath of fresh air in many ways. And that's come through challenging us. I think that's where the side came from, from these um, ladies. Millennials are age 26 to 40. Uh, and they have life goals when surveyed, getting rich was still perceived to be the top goal. This age group puts much less emphasis on wealth and being famous when compared with Generation Next and more emphasis on leadership and spirituality. So not as bad as the generation that's up and coming uh, but definitely the being rich is a goal. Generation Z is age 6 to 25, so this includes the children. Some of the words being used are lit, meaning something cool, bruh, close friend, and major key, something essential. So if you haven't heard these words, you will. And keep a little note card so you can understand them. As more boomers enter retirement, Generation Z will be replacing them, bringing with them an entirely different worldview and perspective on their careers and how to succeed in the workplace. This is according to Deloitte. Uh, and we're going to be looking at the study that Deloitte performed and the results. And so Deloitte is saying the boomers are going to be replaced by Generation Z. They're not even looking at millennials or Generation X. And so we need to look at this generation. Generation Z is one third of the world's population. 25% of the U.S. population calculated at 90 million. The most diverse of our populations. Entire industries and businesses will rise and fall in the wake of the Gen Zers. Yet few industries or organizations seem to be ready for it. So the purpose of this course is to help us get ready. And the first step is awareness. And knowledge. And so that's why we're here. Okay, so Generation Z, I talked a little bit about my upbringing, what it was like. Uh, what was it like for the Generation Z and what is it like? Um, eight things from the 90s, Zers don't quite get. Listening to music on cassette players. 
did you grow up doing this? I did. That was the main way. And it was a big deal that I had a boombox in my room. I did not have a TV, but I had a boombox. And if you don't know what a boombox is, it was a large box with speakers that you could carry and a place for the cassette player to play. And I had to fast forward, rewind. Uh, it took a lot of work. Drawing a picture on an Etch-a-Sketch, the forerunner of creative drawing tables. So who grew up with an Etch-a-Sketch? And if you're saying, I have no idea what that is, it'd be great to Google it to see how we used to creatively draw. Make a pay phone call. Transistor radios. They were invented in 1947 and it's revolutionary for its time. Today, it's a rare sight. Do you remember MySpace, the first social networking site of choice? I really didn't get involved with MySpace. Um, I really started using social media when I started my business. Um, and so that was very late in life. It was very recent. So I wasn't a MySpace person. Paper maps. With step-by-step -step directions on Google Maps, paper maps are a thing of the past. So yeah, we used to go on vacation and go to AAA and ask them for a map where we were going. And they would stamp places where there was construction so we would know where the zones were. Uh, and now we have the Google Maps. Even when I have traveled in Europe, I hold my phone and I walk and Google Maps tells me how to get to where I'm going walking. Even in the old city of Prague, uh, I was so impressed. Turn right, turn left, and it was the old city. Pretty amazing. Fax machines. Uh, there was life before email. I remember when email came out and it was at my place of work and we were being prompted, check your email every day. And we just, we were used to having a phone call sometimes from a supervisor. There was no email. Uh, how did we survive? Um, typing a letter on a typewriter. I actually took word processing when I was in high school, but before that word processing class, I took a semester learning to type on a typewriter. And for a whole semester, we would type. I think the class was twice a week. and We would type on a typewriter. So Generation Z has not experienced any of this, and they don't understand what it is. And it's just so familiar to many of us. The first. They're the first generation that has never known a world without the World Wide Web. Do you remember the first time you went on the World Wide Web? I was getting my master's degree and we went to the library and used a computer and typed in a word and said, oh, we went on the World Wide Web. The first generation that has never used a phone with a cord. The first generation that has no idea what floppy disks are. So that gives us some perspective. Gen Z cannot remember a time before the September 11th attacks and the war on terror. Its members were born after the collapse of communism and witnessed the meteoric rise of China in the global economy. 
It came of age in a world where content and information is increasingly free and shared, where the body of human knowledge has expanded with mapping of the human genome, and where one-click online purchasing is taken for granted. Now remember, this is one-third of the world's population, and they are the up-and-coming workforce to take over the boomer generation. Gen Z is the most ethnically and racially diverse generation in history. One in four is Hispanic. 14% are African American. 6% are Asian. Gen Z has arrived replete with a set of stereotypes and generalizations. They are tech dependent. They want to experience new adventures not just buying things, they're less loyal to brands. As the first digitally native generation, it's tooted they prefer digital communication to avoid face-to-face -face interaction. They're harder to reach because of their short eight-second attention span, and they're focused on authenticity in a brand. Now, having said this, if you're marketing uh, Generation Z does not have the buying power, uh, so but they're going to be asking their parents for things, and they're looking for authenticity. So that's what helps them get bought into things. And so those of us who are older, we are more brand loyal. The older we get, we really don't want to make changes. It's really uncomfortable. And yet Gen Z, they're resilient with this. They'll move on if they see uh, something that isn't authentic. Historically, a first job was viewed as a rite of passage. It meant starting at the bottom of the ladder, learning how the business world really worked, and doing boring but necessary work as a way to learn more valuable professional skills. Who can relate to that? I can relate to it. But all of this has changed. Technology and automation have eliminated many of the more manual and repetitive tasks. So because so much is being automated, they really don't have to start at the bottom of the ladder. And they are more tech savvy. And so they're going to have some earning power because those jobs are paid well. Nearly two-thirds, 64% of Gen Nexters, okay, so this is the generation that's age 18 to 25. These are the adults. Say getting rich is the most important goal in life for their generation. Another 17% say that this is the second most important goal. One in ten Nexters say their generation's most important goal is to be famous. 41% say this is their next important goal. Helping people in need? 12% say this is their generation's most important goal. Being leaders in the community? 7%. Becoming more spiritual? 4%. I hope this is turning your head. We have a situation here uh, because this is the generation, um, a third of the population of the world 
that will be replacing the boomers and that will be coming into the workforce that will be coming leaders. And we definitely need to teach more intrinsic motivation to be involved with community, spirituality, and to help people in need. Thank you for joining us today. We have split up this teaching into four parts. Stay tuned. Georgia Yu. I'm a life coach, author, speaker, and university non-credit instructor. Please visit my website, theresilientpathway.com. We have resources, life coaching curriculum, books, online classes. I'm also available for team building on Zoom and in person and speaking engagements, virtual, hybrid, in person. You can reach me at alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com.